welcome to the Swamp Men Golf Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the Netflix documentary Full Swing. Jack, what were your thoughts, episode one? Um, first impressions on the series? Um, first impressions on episode one, like, as like a golf fan, you sort of know the history of like JT and Jordan. And I, I felt like quite a lot that it posed it as like, you know, like JT was this underdog and always being Jordan's limelight. And that sort of was the case at the start of when because Jordan just came out of the blocks like in like 2014-15. Tiger had sort of gone AWOL, wasn't really playing. And like, I don't know, it's weird. Like with Jordan, I feel like Americans really, really love him. And we never really got it over here in Europe as much. Uh, but like I said, I think it's, it, it sort of filled the gap of Tiger being away from the game of golf. And Jordan came in and then he won like the 2015 Masters and then went straight in and won the US Open. And like JT wasn't even really playing at the time. But recently, like Jordan's been like off the map. Like he's not really been in contention in any tournaments. Like it shows him winning at Harbour Town in the episode. But like other than that, he like dropped out of the top fifty in the world at one point. And like JT is the bigger player right now and has been for the last sort of two, three years. But the episode makes it like, oh, you know, he's you know, it's JT sort of in his shadow. Which I, I get why they do it. So you know, people who've never watched golf before, obviously like Jordan Spieth's a big thing, and he was like the American golden child. But now, yeah. I mean, I really enjoyed the episode. I thought it was really, I thought it was good. I thought it sort of explained golf to people who have never watched it before. However, I, I, some of the things it was quite confusing. Like it will say, like a birdie's like one under. It'll show one under. But then, <laughs> but then you see, you see, like you're like, it just showed he was six under though. <laughs> so like, I feel like it explained it well for people who've not watched golf before. But then, for, for like me, I was getting confused part uh, part way through it. But yeah, I enjoyed the bit where. Um... They were like calling him Justin Thomas, Jordan's friend, and like showed him like he was just off at the side wearing a t-shirt, getting like a hug after one of the major wins. And I was like, God, I really had forgotten that like that bit yeah. where Jordan just existed and no one knew who Justin Thomas was. Yeah, yeah. Um, Woody, your first impressions? Yeah, I really liked it. It wasn't really what I was expecting. I think. I think when you watch golf, you know, you, you you see the whole field all the time. You're constantly constantly cutting from different people. And it was quite like, it was only focused on two people. So you really got to know their relationship and the way they approach the tournaments, which I really, really liked. Like, I wasn't really expecting it to be so narrow, the focus of it. Like, I thought it would be like you'd cut from one hole to someone making a shot. You cut back to the next, but it was like... Like with Drive to Survive, obviously, you've got all of the different teams. I know they pick them, but there's very much a like, they still have all the other people playing at the same time. So, I was, yeah, that was different. But yeah, I really liked it. I think it was quite like, it was more personal than I thought it was going to be. Like, as in, I felt like I really got to know Justin Thomas and Jordan Speed. Like the access with Justin Thomas's dad, I thought was brilliant. Like he was, he was like probably the best character in it. Yeah. Um and it kind of showed that, like, I don't think you realise, like, how much it means to just make the cut. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and yeah. get to that level. Like, I think there's the pressure, obviously, to, like, win majors. But I think there's a pressure just to, like, stay on that leaderboard every week. Yeah, because, like, uh, because not getting paid, like, making the cut, which, you know, you think professional golfers are all going to be loaded. But, like, there was that thing with Max Homer in his, like, first year on the tour. He only made like three cuts or something like that in the whole year and and got burned off the tour. He made $18,000 that year. And you think, you think, you think, oh, I'm a PJ Tour professional. Like, 
you, know, you, you, you tee up next to McElroy and stuff and you make $18,000 or yeah, it's, it is like, it's a lot harder than a lot of people think. And, but then obviously the, the wins are very big. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth probably fine for money now. I think yeah, they, could, yeah, go, yeah. they could go a few seasons. I find it funny though, like it's like you want to go and play around a golf and you have to like hop on a train or like you might get an Uber somewhere or whatever or like you might have to drive for like an hour and a half, but they just like get in a private jet for an hour, rock up, play, get sure. in a private jet. Home. Go for the best course in the world. The bit yeah. where there was a clip of them, like them and Ricky Fowler, like topless. Was it going around medalist or something? And I was yeah, like, yeah. like, have some respect for like the quality of the got. Like, put some yeah. shoes on, put a top on. How yeah. yeah. your job? Ridiculous. What were your kind of standout bits? Yeah, it definitely did focus on Justin a bit more. Were people kind of happy with that? I mean, it followed the narrative of where they were shooting, I suppose. Yeah, I think they, they had to. Uh, to follow Justin more because like again Jordan didn't do that much last year it, it was like glimpses of Jordan it's weird like Jordan is sort of like the chosen one of golf like he just does things like he, just, he can just hack it around a golf course but he will like chip in three times and make like a hole in one or chip in out of the yeah. or something he's a really exciting player to watch but I remember when like Spieth was in his prime and I just wanted him to crash and burn <laughs> which is like totally different to the American perspective of things I remember I remember the 2016 Masters, I think it was, where he was like leading and then he blew up and I was like, yeah, I, I found him so, when he was at like the height of his powers and he was winning everything, I found it so unbelievably boring, which is weird. I didn't find it like that with Tiger when he was winning. I just wanted him to win more and more and more. And so I, got I, think real, I got real insight into it. Like, I hated Justin Thomas for like ages, mainly because of like Ryder Cups. Yeah. And just because he, he, like there's a lot, they had a, an element of him used to be like someone you consider moany on the golf course, like yeah. never pleased with anything, bit of a scowl. And then in Ryder Cups, just also like, like, all right, we're going to win this hole. And then he sticks in like an amazing long iron to like two feet. And you're like, I hate this guy. But yeah. you, you just get it. Just he's competitive and he's never been on my team in a Ryder Cup. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah, it's the same with Spieth is like, because he's an American and like Ryder Cups and also like you're always wanting like Rory to win or like Fleetwood or whoever, do you know what I mean? But I actually really like, I like Spieth in the same way that I liked watching Mickelson in that he would like spray it around, get in trouble and then like make a like ridiculous like chip and then his putting is it like incredible. Um, I mean, I think he's, yeah, I prefer watching Spieth. But I, I actually really like. I, I, I started to really like Justin Thomas because all his, I saw all his like off the course interviews, and he's always like joking with the people asking him questions. Like he doesn't seem to take golf that seriously off the course, but when he's on it, he's like, he's yeah. probably just like all of us, like just annoyed with a bad shot. He, it, like you know, when it cut to that bit of him training with his dad, and it was like he was like he looks like he's swinging it perfectly. And he's so annoyed at like some of these clips of him that, and he's like, there are these perfect divots that he's got on the ground, and you're like, and he's like, like so annoyed. And I bet like what I bet he's two yards wrong on something. Like he was talking about his arms not feeling quite right, and you're like, it looks perfect, mate. Like how can you be like furious? Rest of their career, he's gonna finish on more majors, and like give me a like, I'll take a ballpark of like a gap of two. So like, oh. give me a like, so I'll put mine out there. I'm putting JT wins five to six majors. 
Yeah. And from this point, Jordan wins four to five. So a gap of he he might win two more. <laughs> yeah, I, I can Yeah, I feel like I mean Jordan just needs a PGA to get like the full Grand Slam, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, but I don't think he'll win that. I don't know. His his games. Not... The PJ Championship seems, seems to be like a big ball strikers golf course, and Jordan's just <laughs> spraying it all over the place. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't, I, I, you know, like, obviously I want Tiger to win again. Uh, right, so that's for a separate episode, Jack. We can't. I'll one Tiger in wherever I can, but like, <laughs> we're going to cover win. him literally later in the podcast. This is not the Tiger podcast. We know you yeah. like Tiger Woods. Uh, I think I think Justin Thomas could maybe end his career with six majors tops and I, I think Spieth will maybe win one or two more there was there was a lot of JT's dad which it was a bit for me that I felt like uh, imagine having your dad like following <laughs> you around at work being like good job you'd be like that's not for me <laughs> it was like quite infantilized very confusing setup where his dad his mum and dad come to the, I imagine your mum and dad in the office um, but yeah. <laughs> I could have, could have seen a bit more of their home life, right? Like, uh, it it was like yeah. shoehorned in with the like wife at the end, but I would have liked to see a bit more of that. And they had JT gone to the pharmacy for some uh, uh, some allergy medication. He knew he was off the course because the, the, the hat went backwards. He was yeah. like, oh, by the way, this is, this is, this is off, off the course, JT. Yeah. One of my big takeaways was that both of those lads, as a bald man, Hat, the fact they get to wear golf hats a lot is is helping them. Those boys yeah, are going. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. they're keeping yeah. their youth through the golf hat. There's definitely a human thumb comparison with you and JT, I'd say. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah great. Bit, Glad it, we got that in. A bit like Beaker from the Muppets. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, there was a bit where they were like, um, they were doing makeup for like Jordan's advert, and they were just putting like, just makeup <laughs> all up here because you know that that bit's just washed out by like. Golf hats. I think what you don't get when you watch golf is hit people hear, hearing people when they're playing. So like being mic'd up. I thought there would have been more of that. Like I was kind of hoping that you would get like it'd almost be like you're following two players, like and hearing them mic'd up, like playing whole against each other, like trying to win. A um, bit like Drive to Survive when they're in the cars and you can hear the mics on the different you know, people driving so yeah i thought maybe maybe there'll be more maybe there'll be more of that i can imagine on an app where it's like a wider focus you'd get that i think the first episode they had to like get in like what's a par do you know what's like you know, <laughs> what's the cut what's a playoff do you know what I mean it's like you just take all these things for granted as a golf fan but like i think once you set that up you can then just like have a bit more of them playing like more of the battle on the course that's what that's what i i, I want more of um i think um, I want more. I mean, it probably happen. I want more mental breakdowns. Um, like, you know, you, you know, when you watch like celebrities stuff like, or you know, any or sportsman, you want to see you in in that person. And I want to see people smashing clubs out on courses and stuff like that, uh, saying expletives and yeah, just being they, out of order. They had some clips. Some, some clips, but clips the rest of yeah, the like just having yeah. a tantrum and then. And then having to apologise afterwards because you're an adult, <laughs> you shouldn't be doing that ever. <laughs> when Jordan came out and was the best, like hot young kid, like just beating everyone, there is a lot of those right now. There is yeah. like all the people that were probably like his peers, JT, Morikawa, Scheffler. Uh, now it's like I'm not sure that 
it's like he was filling a small gap where like the old amazing pros had got a bit older and the young kids were coming through and they didn't need yeah. to learn like stuff you learned by being a PGA tour player for years that was just coached into them because they played since they were two. Yeah. And it's like, I think, I think that people, young golfers aren't going to have that kind of dominance now just because the, no. No, the factory of young golf is coming yeah, through. I, like, I want to go back to the 90s when like, you know, when a new player would come on tour and they'll, they interview him about their aspirations and say, I want to win and all the old pros are like, you're not going to fucking win. You know, like, I, want, yeah. I, I want a bit more of that. Yeah. I want you to earn your stripes on the tour. I don't want really, to, because it must be frustrating because I, I, I know it doesn't work like that and it's the same with like football and any other sport that, like, for me, if you play something for longer, you should be better at it. And then when someone young comes in who's been playing for like, you know, like, yeah. like I don't know, like, compared to football, someone like Ronaldo who's playing for like 20, 30 years, and then someone who's been, you know, who's like fresh on the scene, he's new, the new best player in the world at like 18. I'm like, it must, especially with golf, which is a game that's just full yeah. of like experience and know how and, you know, yeah. all this sort of. Um, being used to like Sunday pressure and like yeah. course management. Crowds. We need to go back to like like Justin Rose when he burst through as an amateur and then disappeared for a while and then came back and won some stuff. That needs, that needs to be the way it happens. He missed 14 cuts in a row after it. So he came like second. He came second in the Open as an amateur or third. Then, and then uh, became professional and missed 14 cuts in a row. <laughs> as we know, you don't get paid for that as well. So you just got it's your own money traveling to different courses and being like, oh, that was nice, <laughs> go home. So obviously two incredible golfers but you can have one bit from either of their games and i'm classing the bits as woods irons wedges or putter okay i know what i'd take here uh, it's gotta be jt's irons like i think like all like the um all the data says that is it like like you know a closest approach and all that sort of stuff i'm, I'm talking shite here uh but like Apparently, like being closest with your irons is like the big thing uh, to for strokes gained in golf. Yeah. Woody, are you going to offer a different opinion, or are we all going to be on the same page on this? I mean, I mean, the easy answer would be JT's irons. So it's a hard. It's hard to have any other answer, but, really. But I, but I do think, you know, if you're good at putting and you can put it in from anywhere, you can save yourself all the time. I mean, I don't really have it up here on the golf course. What about that? Can you have that? Or not? His you want brain. JT's nows? I want his nows. That's what I want. Mate, take, his iron, take his eyes out of his brain. Don't, don't take uh, his brain. If I have the nows, does that include the eyes? Can I have both? <laughs> Dr. Frankenstein no? removing JT's brain over here. Maybe I'm going for. I know it's actually no, because you asked for about if it's gonna be like irons, woods, or putting. But I don't know. Jordan seems to do a lot of just magical shit uh, that ha seems to happen every round, and yeah. that's the sort of things you, you take from a golf course, isn't it? You're like, you could yeah. you could shoot 105, but you're like, you're like, I did chip in from 80 yards today though, and I'll take that, and that'll be yeah. something that I'll remember forever. Yeah. Jordan does that every round, so I, I can I just take that of Jordan, you know. Uh, what magical shots all the time yeah <laughs> every yeah. round you get one magical jaw <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. That, that, that's what i want okay um i think the only way you're not taking a pro like a pro player's irons would be 
how sick would it be to drive like McElroy? <laughs> like just the like the ego oh. of it, just going and like absolutely hammering it with a perfect swing, three hundred yards. As like just doing it on the like you know like a busy first tee where you're like oh there's loads of people around. Yeah. Especially with my swing. And then imagine just being like an absolute putting it on a rope miles down there. Oh. Um. So I was gonna. We're going to kind of cover what was the most tour player moment of the week. Uh, I thought the lamest part was, like, you know, you chat about when they're on, med- they're on medalist and they're, and they're like, they you know, they're videoing each other. That that was that was the most tour player shit I saw. <laughs> just like, it, like, I just thought, I just thought of like American frat boys and I got really, I, I didn't like that part of it. And like The intro, the intro section had a lot of like, girls, parties, music going on. And I was like, I watch the PGA Tour, and I know, like, <laughs> I know that's not like. There is the waste management, right, where a few people throw beers on one hole. <laughs> um, so, Woody, I'm coming to you for favourite moment of the episode. What did you really like? Uh, favourite moment. <laughs> it's a weird moment, but you know when he walks in after he's won and he gets given. The, the glass of champagne and he drinks it and he's like, oh, that tasted really good. It just made me think about like the best beer in golf. Do you mean? Imagine if you've won a PGA and then you have your drink. Imagine how good that drink would be if you've won like a major tournament. Like that, that I don't know. I quite like that moment. And he had the full like golf glow on as well. It's like, you've got, but then you've got to go and like stand in front of all these people with like the golf glow after playing like four days and just like. Yeah, you'll be emotionally drained, won't you? Yeah, I mean, I I think of the best beer in golf is, as you guys know, is when you sit down and you finish your round and you have that first sip. The best, the best champagne in golf is not a a speech, (laughs) a a speech to members of where is it, Royal Rolling Hills or whatever. Southern Southern Hills, yeah. Southern Hills, yeah. Southern Hills, like, oh god, I've, I've. I finished playing the most important round in my life and now I have to do public speaking. Oh, great, yeah. Sounds yeah. like hell. Anyway, I think that's why you never became a professional golfer, isn't it, Stick? I mean, the, the ideas of the wins and then having to do the public speaking afterwards. Yeah. Just, just like, also, Stick yeah. wouldn't want the caddy. He'd be the only guy on tour without a caddy. He'd carry his own bag. <laughs> He'd get no advice. He wouldn't talk to anyone. He'd be useless in full swing. Jack, your uh, favourite moment of the episode? It's a real lame one. Um, um, JT and his dad having that little cry when they won. Like that—that's that, big, you know. I think like, I feel like playing golf with our dads is like a big thing. A bit about how you get into golf, and then theirs is a bit like you said before earlier. Stick it, it, theirs is a bit of a tighter relationship. Uh, yeah. You know, he's a coach, so yeah. Uh, that, 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 I got a bit emotional there. Uh, my wife asked me if I was crying. I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm fine. So yeah, that, that's my favorite part of it. I also resent JT a lot because it's just he's had everything. Like his granddad was like a tour player. His dad was a, a PGA professional, like, and he's one of those PGA professionals where like they've got like a property on the golf course. So JT just runs out as like a toddler onto the course and play. It just seems like the dream childhood if you want to be a golfer. What's even Matt? So my favourite moment off the back of that was watching them bet each other and just enjoy golf still when it's like their full-time job, all they do is practice that, 
and they still enjoy messing about having a game of golf for money that isn't even important to them. Just yeah. the like, I don't want to give you money. It's like there are so few sports where people, it's not just, they don't just enjoy it. Because, like NFL players aren't casually playing NFL and like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. like you've had to go to the park at the weekend. <laughs> footballers train, but they're not, yeah, they're not going to the park to be like, oh, and I scored a banger there. <laughs> like, they they no. absolutely, they love golf still. And it's like, imagine like you, all, you, all you've done is that your whole life. And you still like enjoy it, and your your best mate and your the best your best man at your wedding is your mate from playing golf. And sometimes yeah. you do it for mo- like serious big money. Well, to be honest, their bets were serious big money to me. <laughs> but- <laughs> More than a whole golf trip, like <laughs> <laughs> betting. Ridiculous. We're one episode down. We know there's some like interesting episodes still to come. Like some of the glimpses of what's coming, and even where they like. For a second, focus on like, sorry, Jack Tiger hitting a ball, or like there was a little bit of Rory in there, a little bit yeah. of the gala. I was like, right, I want, I'm ex- yeah. Matt Fitzpatrick just for a second. I was excited for that. So, what are you kind of Woody? What are your kind of hopes for the rest of the season? What are you excited by in the episodes left? I'm quite excited to see the like live PGA fallout. I feel like there's there's players that I really like that went to live. Like I like Dustin Johnson. I like obviously Phil Mickelson. I like, I like, I like Cam. I don't, I don't know. It's just, I just interested to see if they like are followed through that lens or whether it's like they just followed as PGA players and then it kind of all happens. Cause like I got a sense from the first episode that they were already like, we already know that that's happened. They're being branded as like live players so yeah, I don't know. I think it's interesting to see how the players react. Like the other PJ players, like McElroy, do you mean are they? Is it going to get heated? Does it get heated on the golf course? Like are people mic'd up? Are is there like a rift? Do like people like like stop being friends? You know that that kind of stuff. And also like I, I want to know the reasons. I wonder if they get into that. I saw something today about Dustin Johnson saying like just flat out like if you if you got offered like another job that made you work less and paid loads more and you still got to do what you loved like I guess he's won majors so it's kind of different like I get why some of those players have done it but I think the younger players I don't quite get that because they're like you know they're passing up on the opportunity to like potentially like have a similar legacy to those players that have won a lot Cam Smith going seems like I was thinking about it the other day it seems utterly crazy that to leave the PGA Tour if you're Cam Smith because you are literally like you might be number one in the world and we just don't know right now because you're playing yeah. some course with some cool music some <laughs> Trump national yeah. somewhere with like music blaring out and a third of the fans and some like not and just being live streamed on YouTube as a part of like Ball Smashers Team X <laughs> and it's like Honestly, mate, just get back to proper golf with, like, on-sky proper <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so a lot of people said, like, you can understand sort of Dustin Johnson, you know, like, his reasons for going. But for me, he's won so much. He's one of the most winningest players on tour. He's got so much money. His wife's a Gretzky. They've got more money than they'll ever need, ever. And it's like, you, like his career is almost like the PJ Tour Hall, Hall of Fame career. 
Mm. And, you know, like, he could be, you know, he's going to slowly drop out the world rankings and he'll get called back to the Masters because he's won the Masters and he'll get called back to the, the US Open because he's won one of those as a legacy tournament. But the rest, like, it feels like he's got enough money. Like, So, I'll just going back to my original question, which is what we hoping for the rest of the series. I'm just really excited to see Matt Fitzpatrick winning the US Open will be, like, I want to watch oh. that with that interviews was... from him, with live mics. Like, I want to sit here, I want to understand how his golf game changed from, like, they cut to whatever his number in the world was, like, in that episode, and it's, it, he's way higher than that now. Yeah. I want to know, yeah. I want to know how that happened. That, that shot, I mean, hopefully they do that episode, but that, that last hole with uh, Salatoris, that shot out of the bunker is just, like, one of the best oh. shots I've ever seen. It was, like, Salatoris is Oh, he missed out on the PGA and the US Open, didn't he? Yeah. And the, and the Masters? Yeah. Was he, he was not there in every well, major? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. going to be a sad series for Zalatoris. We'll have to go back to being Happy Gilmore's caddy. When he does yeah. it. You're right, though, Stick. It's like the players that like you don't really get a lot of interviews with and you don't get, you know, you don't really know. I'm trying to think who else... I don't know. I'm excited to see... I mean, you do see a lot of interviews with Rory, but I, I'm really looking forward to, like, a Rory app. I feel like I I've, I like Rory more more and more as his kind of career has gone on. Yeah. I mean, like and, he's become more, like, I don't know, outspoken and very... But he's very, like, you know, he's very... like. He's also, like, completely stacked. Did you see the picture? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, like, big the guy was. I was like, that's why he can hit it a long way. It's absolutely huge. I don't remember him be, ever being like that. Well, that's the thing I was about to say. Like, just that snippet in that episode, like you're like, like they're like chatting. Oh, Rory's in here as well, and you're like, is Rory like the alpha dog on the tour now? <laughs> like, it felt very much like that. They're like, oh, Rory's in. I mean, do, do, are they doing the Masters? Yeah, I saw some clips from the Masters, so I assume they're doing going to do a bit of it. Was it that that was the uh, Masters where McIlroy made that charge and he had that incredible bunker shot, wasn't it? Like yeah. that. Would, yeah. That that would be an incredible effort. That was that's one of the best shots I've ever seen as well. That one where he hit it in, yeah. it went in, didn't it, from the bunker? It was like rolled the entire. Yeah. Group. And then Morikawa hits one in from the the bunker next to him straight after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was back to back bunker. All out yeah. The bunker. It's like, what are you guys doing? This is mad. Yeah. So stick. What's what's up next week? So next episode we'll be covering uh, full swing episode two. Win or go home. Which, from the preview, I think we're following Brooks Kepka next week. So, like, everyone knows Brooks, a bit of a feisty name in golf. Not scared of a bit of controversy. So, it should be a fun episode. Should have some good talking points. So, we'll see you next week.